Welcome to episode two of season two of Enter the Mind podcast, the most real talk, no nonsense podcast on the empowering of the mind. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the restless leader. In other words, the importance of getting rest when you are a leader and when you're handling a lot. So Kira, I think this was inspired because you know somebody who has not been resting and now that person has a cold. And uh, we've all seen this, uh, we've observed it. People get into some sort of rhythm and momentum and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna do this and that and that, right? And I've been there myself as well. Uh, but what happens is that you reach a point I think where you start to reach, you start to go over this productivity, um, what would you call it, an apex or, or some sort of like maximum. And then you're actually starting to go downhill in terms of your productivity because you're drained. Have you observed that? Um, yes and no. So like, yes, I have, like, if I'm tired, um, you know, like my work isn't as good. Uh, my mood isn't as good. Uh, my attitude isn't as good. Why? Because I'm tired. I want to fucking sleep. And I feel like leaders have so much pressure put on them to go, 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 go. And you're not a good leader if you don't go, 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 go and deny yourself the rest. And it's like, when I listen to that, I'm like, y'all need some rest. Y'all, y'all really need some rest. And, um, I feel like one of the other main points on why they don't get rest, right? Like, I'm a great leader. I've been a leader my entire life. And I refuse. I've, I've done the whole don't get me rest thing. I did it for like eight months or like a year of my life. And I can tell you it was not fun. My work was not productive. My mind was not clear. And I feel like you may think that it's working for you, but it's like, in reality, you need some rest. When, when are you going to give yourself permission to rest? When you, when you hit a million dollars? No, because when you hit a million dollars, you're going to want to do even more production. So it's like, I'll end it with this, but um, I read in a book one time and it's stuck with me ever since. And it's, you could be spending your entire life building a ladder up to a mountain only to find out that that's the wrong mountain and it's actually a few feet over and and you know now you you got to build a different ladder to get up to that mountain and it it was a lot more impactful than that but you get what i mean yeah and what a pity it would be if you drained yourself and sacrificed yourself so much you're like oh this ladder it'll be worth it when i get to the top I, I know I've missed out on sleep, but this is going to be worth it. Then you get to the top and you realize it was the wrong mountain. <laughs> so it's, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a pretty sight. <laughs> it's right. not, it's not going to be a pretty sight. I think the key word is, uh, sustainability that always interested me. And I'm borrowing that from environmentalism. Usually, 
you hear that from people talking about the environment and you know going green and saving paper and you know we can't use up the earth's resources what's a sustainable source of energy well apply that to ourselves and psychology and our own mental energy what's a sustainable system where we're not running ourselves into the ground the problem with a lot of like when people get really gung-ho with their work ethic and stuff is it's not sustainable so they have this this childish spurt of a week and then it fizzles out because they can't sustain it over time now i definitely agree it's not sustainable when i think of grant cardone or tony robbins um you know or or some of like the other big people like maybe like esther hicks and things like that you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that Grant's oldest child, I think is like 14 or like 13 or something like that. And so, you know, Grant's been at this for a while, right? So it's like, he didn't have kids until a certain point. And I feel like when he did have his kids, sure, he sacrificed. But I feel like some people are taking everyone's message like a little bit too hard and it's like no wonder you're not having good sex like no wonder you don't talk to yourself no wonder you don't talk to yourself kindly when you're alone um you know it's because you don't really like yourself you know you're you're giving your life over to the to the wrong beliefs of somebody else, to the misheard beliefs and direction of somebody else. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure that Elena Cardone is, you know, great with relationships. And she talks about like how to 10X your relationship, right? And like, Grant is always talking about like spending time with your children, right? So it's like, I get it. Like you guys are are working to get to that point but how long is it going to take you to get to that point a and b are you going to be fucking dead by then like obviously you're not but like you know what i mean like get some fucking rest rest a little bit balance your life why why do you have to feel so bad about going for a, a day of kayaking what 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 thoughts are going on inside your mind that is making you so goddamn uncomfortable with that that you can't even enjoy your youth and enjoy your life you know like you are still going to get to the top you are but you need some rest with that example of grant and his kids are you saying that uh grant's not taking enough time to rest i feel like he is now like, I feel like he's definitely pushing everybody and, like, he definitely gets up at, like, 5 a.m. and, like, goes and does, you know, what he needs to do and everything. But I feel like he's not necessarily so tired, I guess, like everybody else. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to really explain it because, like, one day, you know, we'll all be in Grant's position where we do, I mean you know, the ones who actually follow through with their businesses, um, you know, but like pretty much like you don't see 
you don't see Grant acting the way that that some of his followers act. And it's it's like you guys like are taking the message all wrong. How do like, they act? All wrong. Um they don't number one, they don't give themselves any type of rest, like any type of rest. Like maybe I don't listen, I don't know. I don't know Grant Cardone like that. All I'm saying is I'm pretty sure that if he had a cold that he would be he he would give himself, you know, at least one day of rest or at least like eight full hours of rest or at least like let himself fucking rest throughout the day because his health is important to him. You know, 10x health. Like what what is what is the message that like people aren't getting here? Like take care of your health, take care of your wife, take care of your children and take care of your business all in the same time. You need to balance them. He's not saying throw away everything else and and fucking work on your business 24 seven until you get colds and you got fucking bronchitis. You fucking, your sex life sucks and your fucking wife is upset. Like that's not, that's not what he's saying. And I feel like most of you guys are going for that. There's something that really was generating some ideas here in which was Grant's energy level. So I did an experiment on Monday, which was throughout the day, any activity that I was doing, I told myself, I'm doing this and it's no big deal. Like if I was driving to work, I'm saying, I'm driving my car right now and it's no big deal. As I'm walking into the office, I'm walking into the office right now and it's no big deal. As I'm answering emails, I'm reading my emails and it's no big deal. And the effect that this experiment had on me was that a lot of tension disappeared. I was no longer going through my activities with that invisible extra amount of tension that we usually carry with us. And by the end of the day, I had all of this energy. And I thought to myself, is my experiment the reason why I have all of this energy? Is it because I dropped all that unnecessary tension? And when I'm around big shots, do I notice that they kind of do treat things like it's no big deal? Like I'll go to them and say, oh my gosh, I uh, I just uploaded a video and it didn't get any views or something. They're like, oh yeah, whatever, post another one, right? It's no big deal. It's no big deal. I love that. <laughs> but I wonder if that's what's going on with Grant and his followers when you're saying that you see his followers, they're not doing it the right way. They're exhausting themselves. I think it's a f- source of inflated energy. I think that's the, I think Grant is uninflated and I think they have a lot of inflated um, energy going on. I like, um, I like that thing about like, it's no big deal. Um, because I definitely see a lot of people who are successful doing that. Um, especially coming from me, I put like so much fucking (laughs) emphasis on like everything. So that was nice, um, to have conversations like that to, you know, take off the weight and, um, you know, like, oh, it's no big deal. Like just, just keep pushing forward. And that's something that comes into my mind, um, you know, more and more every day. Um, but when it comes to the inflated energy, I feel like, can you explain it in a little more context? Yeah. So 
Again, it comes back to the reality transurfing and Vadim Zeeland's book and this concept of when you're going for your goals, go for their goals like you're walking to the mailbox and yeah. getting the mail out of yeah. your mailbox. So it's not, not inflated, right? Well, these people that are following Grant Cardone, I don't know who exactly you're talking about, but I kind of, we could say, we could speak generally and say like anybody who's following a guru or anyone who's trying to become successful the before they are successful as they're climbing that mountain so to speak i think a common pitfall is allowing your energy to become inflated and what that means is attributing excess meaning or importance to certain things so you get a rude email uh, from someone and it ruins your day you're uh, you're attributing too much importance to something that doesn't deserve the importance and so people going after their goals after they're like, well, if I want to be a millionaire, I got I got to work until 11 o'clock at night and then I got to wake up at 5 a.m. and the, this and that. And they have this inflated, inaccurate sort of image of how things are going. And they're like, oh, I didn't stay up to 11 last night. So I'm, I'm slacking and oh, no, and, and this. And it's just a that's not the way that people think when they're thinking clean. I like the idea of thinking clean. Um, that's the best. And when it comes to like, like a bad email, I don't think that, that that's something that like successful people do. Um, because it's, it's a bad email. Who gives a Right. Like, you're okay. saying the successful people shrug it off, right? They're like, eh, whatever. Yeah. 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 I, I agree do. with that. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I, I feel like when it's, it's more of like the balance in their lives and like, I'm talking to you guys here, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you. <laughs> like it's, it's about, you know, the balance in your life and sure. Maybe you don't have to take advice from somebody who doesn't have a million dollars in their bank account yet, right? But I can assure you that I have thought about my road so many times, and y'all know me. I have lost my soul. I have lost my soul before. I have felt it being dragged to hell. I had to get on my hands and knees and beg for God to save me. Beg. In that moment, I had to repent. I had to scream at the top of my lungs and repent. Why? Because when you guys think about your soul and you think about your business and you think about your mission and you think about why you're here on earth, if you're only here on earth for business, good. Go, go you. Go you. But I can guarantee that you are going to lose your soul and there will be a day that you are on your hands and knees begging for your soul to come back. Why? Because the loss of a soul, it's not selling your fucking soul to the devil. I mean, it is in a sense, but it's, it's not in the way that you think it is. So like losing your soul is losing your life. It's giving up what's important to you and what really means something to you deep down. So like, sure, you can, you can not rest. 
You know, you can be drained to the fucking bone. You can, you know, become so successful. But what happens in life 80 years down the line when you're sitting there with your pile of money, your successful ass business, but you don't have any other area to show for it? Like, really? Like, your business is the top most successful thing in your life. Maybe you're fucking obese. Maybe you don't have the best body. Maybe you don't have the best health. Maybe you and your wife don't get along that well. Maybe you and your kids don't get along that well. You need to make sure, like you are not just planning for today. You are planning for the rest of your life. Every decision that you make today is leading up to a, a whole, a whole life, or it's leading up to a life with some holes in it. And you know, when that day comes and all of the decisions that you've made today, you can't take them back. You can't. You can't change the past. You can't get those years back with your kids. You can't get, oh God, it's making me tear up, but you can't get, you know, those years back when, when you're young, when in your youth and your child's youth, you, you can never get those years back. So, you know, you may not be taking it from somebody who's got a million dollars in their bank account yet, but you can take it from somebody who's lost their soul before. Um, and it's really important. Yeah, I can second that message. I think it's really important to remember who we are and not get lost while we pursue some sort of destination or end. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> take a fucking day of rest. <laughs> take a fucking day of rest. So what would be a good step for people to incorporate to fix this problem is establishing one day a week where they don't work or they, they pay attention to other things in their life? Um, yeah, I mean, like, maybe not once a week, because like, I get it, like, I don't even give myself that type of rest, sometimes once a week, but like, sometimes I'll let myself sleep in an hour later. Sometimes I'll let myself show up to my podcast in my jammies with some fluffy socks on. Sometimes I'll allow myself to skip Pilates. Um, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm failing. It means that I'm following the flow of my life. And yeah, like you can follow the flow of your life. So like if you want to take a nap, but you feel like you're not too tired, then don't take a nap. You know, keep pushing, keep pushing, right? Maybe there's something waiting for you on the other side of that door, right? But if you like are genuinely like some like ring it up, like somebody's ringing your metaphorical phone and they're like, take a fucking nap, take a fucking nap, take a 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 nap. And you're like, no, bitch, fuck you. Guess what? What you're seeking is on the other side of that nap. It's not everything that you're seeking is on the other side of um, is on the other side of like business and pushing yourself to, you know, the ground. Sometimes it's on the other side of that nap. Sometimes it's on the other side of that rest. Next thing you know, you have a clear ass mind. Next thing you know, you get a million dollar fucking client. 
that's how it goes. And you just need to remember to follow the flow of your life. Definitely. Um, there's a book that uh, I would recommend called The Power of Full Engagement. Oh. And when I read that, it kind of changed my perspective. And it helped me realize it was basically meant for like executives who are experiencing burnout, I believe. Mm -hmm. And it was a really good lesson in the fact that we produce more when we get the adequate rest, when we're fully engaged. If you're not rested, you can't be fully engaged. And of course, that's a slightly different angle, right? Because here I'm focusing on, well, hey, what's, what's, what are you producing? You're going to produce less if you don't rest. Whereas I think you're taking the angle of you're going to lose your soul if you don't rest and balance out the other areas of your life. And that, your angle, I would argue, is, is carries more weight in the sense spiritually, right? Because does. Like, you, like you said, you can't get those years back. And whereas my angle, it's kind of, I'm still focused on the numbers and the production and that, that sort of thing. It's almost like I'm still in the same paradigm of the, uh, the, uh, the work, work paradigm. But in any case, uh, we're at, um, 25 minutes. So let's do a quick power question of the day. Um, let me pass it to you. Did you have a power question to put forth? Um, if anything, if I could make up, you know, a power question, I would genuinely want to ask you, do you know who your soul is? Do you know yourself? Do you feel your soul inside of you? Or is it not there? And be honest with yourself, because like I said, one day you'll be on your hands and knees begging for it back. And by then, I'm not going to say it's going to be too late. It's never, ever, ever too late. But by then, you will be very far deep. Your soul will be so lost that it's going to take longer to find it. Yeah. Wow. That's really strong, really powerful. I think that hits, that hits hard. I guess I would just echo that one. That one, that one was uh, a pretty hard hitter question, right? So ditto. And uh, it's about keeping in touch with your soul, right? Yeah. Like making sure that your soul is here. Um, and you know, you're, you're, you will answer yourself, you know, you will 100% answer yourself. You can ask it in different ways until you get like different answers, but like, yeah, like, do I know who I am? Do I really know who I am as a soul? Do I really know who I am? Um, you know, when it comes to like a soul, do I know if I'm an alien? Do I know if I'm God's child? Do I know if... I have past lives. Do I know, you know, if I'm from a different planet? Do you know, you know, do you know any of these things about yourself? Or are you so focused on your human body that, that none of this shit is important to you? Because guess what? Guess what? If you don't find your soul in this lifetime, you're going to come back and you're going to do it all again. And it's possible to keep making the same mistakes. You need to not think about your life today and this, this only one lifetime and this human vessel. You need to think about 
like your soul's life, like where you're going after this lifetime on earth, what level your soul will be at when you come back or when you go back to another planet, like you came down here for a mission. And I'm pretty sure that that mission isn't to lose your soul. Yeah, great message. So I think a lot to think about. If you all have comments, questions, please type that in the comments section below. And you're welcome to reach out to us for any other issues that you're facing as a leader, issues that you would like us to discuss. So thank you all for watching and listening. We'll see you next week.